What's up, guys? It's David Hess from the Rising Above podcast. Have you ever thought or dreamed about starting a podcast? Well, look no further. Anchor has all the tools necessary to record a podcast from your computer or phone. You heard that right. They make it so simple. When you host your podcast on Anchor, they will distribute your podcast on platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Honestly, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place, which is why I host on Anchor. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today to get started. In this episode, I talk with mid-Michigan local Dayon Williams. Dayon shares what his weight loss journey was like. He highlights the importance of exercise and a proper diet. There is so much inspiration that can be found in someone's weight loss journey that can cause others to make a positive change in their lives. And I hope that you find his story as inspiring as I did. And if you are motivated by his story to make a change in your life, I'm sure he wouldn't mind hearing about it. Whether it's fitness-related, business-related, goal-related, whatever it is, I'm sure he wouldn't mind. Uh, Just simply reach out to him on social media. His Facebook and Instagram are tagged in the show notes. And as always, please consider following me on social media for future podcast swag giveaways. Thanks again for listening. Enjoy. All right. Welcome to the Rising Above podcast. My name is David Huss, and today I have Dayon Williams with me. I said that right, right? Uh Uh-huh. All right, cool. Um, I'm terrible with names. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, Dayon, he works at a local marketing place here in Lansing. He's from the Lansing area, and uh, he came on because he kind of wanted to share his his personal story and on his uh, personal weight loss journey. Um, anyways, uh, Dayon, how you doing today? Pretty good. Pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. Good, good. Uh, thank you for coming on and, and being willing to do this. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. It's a pretty cool thing and I, I'm excited to share my story and help some people out if I can. Absolutely. So, um, where are you from? Are you from the Lansing area? So I'm originally from Detroit. Um, okay west side of detroit um that's where i grew up pretty much my whole life until fifth grade i was a little bit back and forth in ohio too um okay. so my dad worked in athletics he worked at ohio state bowling green michigan state wow what does he do um so he was an academic coordinator so okay. pretty much the way i kind of translate it is that like a counselor at high school but specializing in people who do athletics of course um, mm-hmm. but that's kind of like his gist of his job i guess um okay. but yeah so did that a lot um let's see so bowling green columbus toledo a little bit um and then michigan yep so lansing so originally from detroit moved to lansing when i was in fifth grade you kind of Um, been all over the place yeah 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 i have and i want to say when i started probably from even preschool to fourth grade i think i switched schools maybe like three or four times so yeah i have been a lot (laughs) around a lot yep well that's awesome now, uh, you just recently graduated high school, right? Yep, graduated and in 2019. You're going to LCC, yep. which is a local um, Lansing Community College. What are you going for? Uh, so right now I'm going for paralegal, actually. Um, that could change, of course, because now I'm into marketing. So um, do, you, do you enjoy that? Yeah, I do, actually. So I kind of, I don't want to say I got into it like by chance, but it didn't happen conventionally. Like most people will, of course, go to school, get their degree, and then get a job. I'm kind of like... <laughs> A trial and error learner anyway mm-hmm. so um finding my job through that way was kind of helpful um i started i would say it kind of started in high school um so i did a little bit of party promotions so like people were having parties like hey something to me i'll post them on my social medias and then cool. a pretty good turnout from there so just learning it from there on and then 
have an opportunity to actually just work with a, a painting company in Lansing uh, M1 Paint. So I got to work with them for a while and then help them out. Still helping them out right now with doing a website and then um, actually like learning how to paint, learning how to work on houses, things like oh, that. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, let's see what else. I would say too that I enjoy marketing because my way of it, I would say, is definitely unconventional. I like to kind of work with the business, see the ins and out of it, kind of work like a regular worker or a person. I don't know, like if you go to Quality Dairy and you're a cashier, I like to work like see things like that. like See how see how it works yeah, and see then how it see how things it. would apply to them. Yep, yep, yep. And then like kind of figuring it out yourself and then looking from it from a, uh, a viewer or consumer standpoint and seeing like just all angles of it. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a, a perfect thing for me cause I'm all over the place. Um, so it allows me ability to communicate and to network with a lot of people to also help out and kind of see what I like and what I don't like. And you're doing a lot of like local businesses, right? Yeah. So I would say mostly I would specialize in small businesses. Um, okay. it's kind of like myself, I like ramped up with like the people I've been working with. Like I said, I kind of got into it in an unconventional way, just kind of working and then it kind of just happened. And from all my experiences in life kind of just came together. Um, okay. But yeah. Now, do you guys do anything with like you said you're creating a website? So you do like website creations? Yeah. Or? So me, I would say I'm best at website creations. That's okay. kind of another way that I got into it. Um, I kind of started my own website, just messing around with it. Even I would say back in like elementary school, which is kind of weird now thinking about it because <laughs> it's like <laughs> a flashback on life. Um, but there used to I don't even remember the website, but there used to be like a website that all the kids, not all the kids used to go on, but a couple of my friends used to go on during uh, school. And allowed you to like customize your own web page or like they would have preloaded games you can put them on there like a home page different pages and stuff like that do you know what that was called when i was in high school what myspace <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have some older siblings who are familiar with myspace um <laughs> unfortunately i wasn't old enough to get on there but yeah. i wish i could have like at least seen like how it ran and things like that dude but, myspace was a shit back in the day i know that's what i <laughs> my sister used to be on there all night all types uh, all times of night yeah. and then especially on the big computer monitors with the thick keyboards yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> yep. that's hilarious so you do a lot of website design maybe you should help me out with one. Oh yeah of <laughs> course definitely i mean i love making websites it's, it's really not that hard um because i like to go based off templates okay um and then i also did i want to say coding in high school so i did ap oh, wow. comp sci for a year which was really like out of my <laughs> out of my comfort zone a little bit but i love like testing the boundaries and trying things that people wouldn't expect for me to kind of be into okay um but yeah i love making websites i mean it's kind of easy to me now, and I don't even realize it. I want to say a lot. Uh, yeah, a you lot just kind of get in the mode of yeah, doing it. Just, yeah, but it a lot happens. of times, I mean, I'm hard on myself too. So like, I might, I, I kind of never feel like I'm accomplished or fully finished with like any work that I'm doing. I, it's kind of like a piece of art. Yeah, yeah. Like in a I sense. mean, like like my wife's a painter, and she's like, it, it never feels like it's done. Yeah, yeah. And it's probably the same same thing. It's like that's your art. That's, yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's kind of hard to gauge when it's like because there's always more that can be added. There's always like a little bit more like flavor whatever it can be there's right. always something that can intrigue people a little bit more so i think for me it's really just figuring out and finding out that everything doesn't so to say have to be perfect right but my thing is to get it up and running and then let's try to get to perfect that's cool yeah that's real cool so if somebody wanted to reach out to you to get a hold of uh you to create a website or maybe help them with some marketing things yep. where could they find you um so or could they find any of your work online yeah so i actually have a website that's 
dkillmedia.com, D-K-I-L-L, media.com. So if you go in there, you'll kind of get a little bit of information just about, like, me, like, my company, um, like, the type of work I've done, like, some businesses that I worked with. Cool. I believe, I don't know if I have, like, the list of businesses I worked with up yet, but you'll get, like, a little bit of a gist of, like, what I do. Okay. Um, but, I mean... I'm more so of like a, I don't want to say like a modernistic type person, but a phone, like a phone call, a text message. I mean, that's good with me. That's how I communicate half <laughs> <at> the time. <laughs> but yeah, dkillmedia.com. And then, I mean, yeah, my number. Um, I don't know if you can drop that somewhere in here. Yeah, I for sure. Can put it in the notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, definitely, guys. Let me know. Um, whatever work you need done, I love it. Now, do you do any um, like app creations or anything like that, or do you know anybody who does that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's crazy that you say that too, because I feel like I'm like somebody who knows like a lot of people for a lot of things. <laughs> like people come to me a lot. Like, hey, do you know somebody for this? Do you know somebody for that? And I'm like, yeah, ironically, I do. Um, I attribute a lot to like Okemos, um being around a good like diverse. Mm -hmm. a group of people and like people from all different like backgrounds and different areas and doing different things um but yeah i got into app development a little bit in high school when i was doing that ap comp side class okay um that was actually kind of fun too um and it kind of related back to like when i was doing the website back in elementary school like adding games and stuff like that um i wouldn't say i'm like professionally experienced with like working with javascript c script Mm -hmm. stuff like that but yeah i I definitely can get something together (laughs) that's cool um just the other day yesterday i had a guy in here who um he started a business and his his business i think it's called the red bike delivery um i don't know if you've heard of it no i'm not but um it's kind of like uber eats but on a bike on a bicycle and he's kind of you know like working with these local restaurants to deliver things and he also delivers things like if you need like groceries or something he'll pick it up for you and drop it off but he's doing it all on a bike because he wants to be eco-friendly and whatnot i love that i actually um spent some time probably about good three or four months on a bike um during quarantine time my car was down so um that's when i got into running more and then biking but i mean being more eco-friendly i think that a lot of us don't always see like the the effects immediately but to Mm -hmm. know that like long term and down the line is definitely like some damage that can be done if you don't like if you're not knowledgeable on the things that are going on and yeah, I mean, if you're just dumping shit into the air all day exactly. long, you're yeah, just yeah. eventually, <laughs> eventually something's gonna happen. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he was telling me that because I was asking him because like with like Uber Eats and um, all these different food delivery things, you can like pull up on your phone on yep. the app and see like where they're at yeah. and what, or you can order directly from the, yep. them or whatever. And he was saying that he doesn't have an app yet, and he was looking into it, but it was like thirty some thousand dollars. Yeah, it is, it is. It's expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually talked to, I mean, I wouldn't even say this is kind of related to apps, but I know like websites and like domains and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like prices for that. I never even knew, like there's a whole different market out there of just buying domain names and selling them. Really? Because they can resell for up to like even higher than that, like in the hundreds of thousands, wow. like 30, 20,000. But yeah, I mean, it is, a. I don't know, working with like, um coding a little bit and making apps a little bit if you know how to do it it's pretty easy like you can mm-hmm. get through it fast but i do know yeah it does it does cost a little bit of money <laughs> to get everything up and running wow yeah i was i was thinking maybe maybe if you knew somebody i could hook him up with you but i do know somebody who does like i don't know if it's like a geo map or something because one of my friends from high school um when i was doing my website it was actually i want to say kind of during like the the peak of like the protests and things like that so we were trying to figure out a way if you could like 
do a geo map of like all the killings and things that have happened like just okay. around the world so i know that he's pretty good with doing like really high tech stuff like that how, how successful was he at that um i don't i didn't really go any further with it okay um, because it was just a lot for me at the time with mm-hmm. what i was trying to do um i know that he's really really good at it um okay. <laughs> i know a lot of other people too who are really really good at it i would say okamis produces a lot of like um Tech, technological yes, yes. Yeah, a advanced, lot of advancement. a lot of technological advanced uh people and advancements we had like a solar panel club i think that they kind of extended a little bit through high school and they actually just had like a car that they built and tried it, to in high it. school yeah yeah so i think that they so we had like a solar club in high school they kind of were like i don't know getting like the quirks and things like sorted out because i think it was relatively new if i'm correct um but i know a couple of the people i graduated year with in a year before they kind of had like it carried on like after high wow. school because I think that's what they do full time. But they had like a solar car that went from New York that they were trying to get to LA. It didn't make it to LA. Wow. Um, but even like I don't know, putting a solar car together and getting that like across country like that's that's pretty. That's pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that makes me have hope for humanity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter goes to Okemos school, so. Oh no! Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, if you ask some people now, they'll say it's it's in a little bit of a decline. Yeah. Sports wise, um, and I know like a couple of the principal principals have left. Um. But, I mean, I love Okemos. I would say, like, I would rec- any, recommend anyone to take their kids to Okemos because, like I said, it's just a diverse background. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll get to learn a lot from different people. The teachers there aren't, like, too harsh. I mean, of course, any school you go to, you'll find, like, one or two or three <laughs> right. teachers you don't like. Right. Um, but it's definitely a great experience, and it's helped, like, shape my life to where it is now. So I appreciate it. That's cool. So let's kind of talk about your, your weight loss journey. And first, if you don't mind talking about what what led you to putting on all that weight. Yeah. Because, so, like, I think a lot of times with people, it's, I mean, people put on weight for different reasons. Like, it's stress-induced or um, they they might have, like, depression and they, they kind of, like, resort to eating yeah. or they don't eat, you yeah, know, or whatever. True. So um, I would say for me, it probably started when I was way younger. So I want to say it probably started in, like, third grade I started gaining weight it was just because like my mom would feed me in a large <laughs> amounts like just being a mom I felt like she kind of felt like maybe um she had to just like I don't know like nurture and care and like kind of uh-huh. just over uh, extend herself yeah <laughs> overextended herself with like me and like snacks and sweets and stuff like that um but I would say it really like kind of picked up in high school and middle school um being so young like you don't even like realize that you're just having fun and eating stuff and then it's mm-hmm. just like boom um, probably doesn't really affect you i mean it doesn't really affect you generally too much when you're younger yeah 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 definitely not because it's like you kind of don't have a choice it's right kinda just like this is the way you are so you're gonna like make it work with whatever the situation is and your body generally can just break that stuff down because you're so yeah. active yeah exactly yeah. yeah so i would say too and then high school um high school definitely i want to say sophomore year probably picked up um so i started playing football in sixth grade uh, I really wasn't that into it until probably seventh grade, eighth grade when I got a hang of it. Okay. Um, and then high school came and I played lineman. So, of course, for a lineman, you have to be big. So right. I think a thing for me was I would always tell myself, like, hey, let me eat this food. Let me get bigger <laughs> so that I can be successful. Um, because at our school, too, like during my years, they're usually – I don't want to, like – <laughs> down Okemos, but we haven't been known for like the best football program overall but my year we had like a, a pretty good set of linemen um on both okay. sides so for me it was kind of like okay let me gain this weight so i can see what i can do i mean it might help me out so that was like my thing too but i think in the back of my head it was kind of just like a cover-up 
of like actually just like being okay with eating the food like i was kind of finding a way to make it okay for myself were you kind of addicted to eating certain kinds of foods um i would say that i kind of i did actually ironically enough when like i kind of got to the point of my weight loss journey where i was like okay it was like a make or break moment um i was like i kind of felt like i was addicted to food like i sat there and i looked at myself and i was like do i have an addiction to food because it just like i don't know it's not like you can't stop it's just subconscious in a Mm -hmm. sense like you don't always realize it so i had to come to a point to myself where i was like okay maybe i'm not like like i had to break it down in a couple stages i didn't want to be too harsh on myself and another (laughs) thing that i learned from i will say with gaining weight um is that i noticed like the the tricks that food and like you can like the tricks that you can play on yourself um and like not even realize it so like part of my weight loss journey was like kind of reversing those tricks Mm -hmm. and like putting them to my benefit not all the ways that i did i would say are the healthiest or the best ways right um but i definitely did at least learn something from gaining all that weight is like because again back to like when i thought that okay you're addicted to food and i was like that's Mm kind of a crazy thing to think that you can be addicted to a food um (laughs) (laughs) i know as funny as it sounds and then i kind of just got to the point to where it's like okay if i can be addicted i can be unaddicted at the same time right yeah so at what point did you realize like i i need to lose some weight i need to do something and what did you start doing to make a change well, I think when I started realizing, like, okay, hey, I need to do something about this. For any guy, I mean, of course, it's, like, girls. So, for <laughs> me, I mean, just to be, like, blunt about it, I think, but for the most part, it was girls. Um, and then also football. So, I actually started running a little bit more because of a girl. I think I had gone okay. through a breakup. Uh, um, yeah. And then I started running a little bit more, getting a little bit more active. Um, and then, actually, I want to say my junior year, I had ended up, like, we had a mile um a mile run for the football team. I ended up in like 10th place out of the whole team. And I think I finished with like a 640 mile time. So like my whole middle school career, um, (laughs) when I first moved to Oakland, this is funny funny enough, um, I didn't know anything about a mile. So like a mile run in Oakland is a pretty big deal. So they do like a chieftain challenge for it in like middle school. Um, So it's like it's timed. You run during gym class. You get it timed. If you make the time, you get to run this big like race during the school year. We take a day off. Um, so my first run ever, I want to say it's like 16 minutes because I didn't know that they expected us to run the whole time. And I'm like just some little chubby short kid. I'm like, okay, you want me to run from here to here? Okay, cool. I got that. I don't know if I'm going to run the whole way, but I'm going to get some walking in too. So it was like 16 minutes and I'm like the second to last person. I'm like, wow, this is horrible. Um, and then getting a little bit older, understanding that I can control my body a little bit more and actually like Mm -hmm. taking it as like, okay, Hey, let me try to, let me try to do something a little bit more. I hadn't really gotten into like. I want to say working out and like really knowing the type of foods that need to go in your body, stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I was just running based off like everything that I basically was at the time. So right. eating a little bit worse probably. Um, <laughs> but I, I remember like very vividly that I always tried to like break an eight minute mark and I never could. Like I think I got like close I got was 801 one time and I'm like, wow. I can't even get a 759. <laughs> like, come on. 801 is <laughs> um, pretty good though. I know. That's, that's yeah. pretty fast. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty good. But for me, I was like, okay, I just need to break this eight because I've gotten eight and then right. over all the time. So yeah, high school, um, that was a pretty good achievement. And I want to say a mark in my weight loss journey that kind of kind of sparked me. Um, I will say I regressed after that. So the year mm-hmm. after that, I didn't do um, like that much running. I kind of went back to like, hey, let me put on some weight so I can like be a little bit more efficient. Maybe it'll help me out in my position. Um, 
I don't want to say it didn't help, but now looking at it from like being in high school and then being out of high school, I'm like, I feel like there could have been like a, a kind of like weight loss, like, I don't know, like gym class, I don't know, after school, something or program to kind of like, if you're doing sports, especially football and linemen, mm -hmm. there has to be something set up for like after that, whether it's an NFL, college, right. um, high school, because I mean, if you're that position, nine times out of ten like the weight you are isn't like healthy right um yeah. so i definitely feel like there should be something in place after that but yeah so what do you mean in place like like a weight like, loss program? yeah like a program or just like working with the trainers at school mm -hmm. um like wherever school you're at like i said if, even if it's in college d1 d2 d3 yeah. nfl no matter what it is but just trying to like understand like what is like being healthy because I mean right. at that point like being a lineman like, I used to eat like I don't know four cheeseburgers <laughs> a McChicken like french fries and used to think that it was okay right yeah, yeah. yeah I mean you're probably burning it off when you're playing a game true and <laughs> that, that was another thing too where back to like how I gained my weight another thing big thing for me too was I used to ride my bike because I lived close enough to the dollar store in Oakland so I used to ride my bike from my apartment to the dollar store get snacks come home, eat them, and watch TV. But my theory was me riding the bike there and back would burn the calories <laughs> that I'm gaining from eating the snacks. Soon to find out. <laughs> Didn't right. work out, but yeah. It's a good theory. Yeah. <laughs> in theory. Wow. Yeah. So so that was in high school. You kind of realized that you needed to start losing some weight. Yep. Um, and you started taking some proactive steps, riding bikes, running um, for girls. <laughs> and then, uh, then, then what? You said you kind of regressed a little bit. Yeah, so I want to say, yeah, definitely regressed like senior year of high school. So senior year of high school, probably into that summer. Actually, no, probably that winter. So yeah, so yeah, till that probably November, December, November of like 2019 is when I started like, hey, let me see, like, I know I'm not in the best shape. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I just got tired of like waking up and having a belly like poke out. And it just <laughs> felt uncomfortable to me. And one day I was just like, you know what? Like, let me do something about this. Um, so November came, I took some small steps. And like a big thing for me too is like realizing over time, the small steps that led you up to finally getting to like, Right. really getting your push because i mean i kind of like relate it with like people when like famous people i don't know like rapper singer no matter what it is they're mm -hmm. like hey i've been doing this for like seven years and i'm just now getting like getting a little bit famous or getting a little bit of a right. start to it so i kind of relate that with like um losing weight and working out it's kind of like you don't a lot of people mess themselves up i feel like it's trying to do everything at once right they're like yeah. hey all right i need to lose weight so let me go run two mm -hmm. miles right now Right. Nine times out of ten, the two miles is going to break you down. Like, for me, when I really, really started, like, wanting to lose weight, I just started running, like, a half a mile by, yeah. like, my house. So I did that, and then I was like, okay, I'll speed it up a little. And when I <laughs> when I decided to kind of, like, start losing weight wasn't the best time for the activities I was doing because I was outdoor running all the time. That's just, like, yeah. I don't know. That was the most comfortable for me. The best thing I knew is, that's That's the best for you, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I didn't even realize I'm just, like, I know I don't want to go to a gym. If I get on the treadmill, it's going to be too boring for me. Gyms yeah. overall is just boring unless it's like high intensity. I know I'm good. Like right. if I'm at practice or something, we're doing a weightlifting session. It's high intensity. Music is good. Mm -hmm. I have people there to keep me going. But if it's just me by myself, I know that the best thing is running. Right. Um, so I just started out. I mean, I started out slow. So like I said, I started out with like a half mile. Kind of going back to your point about um, how people just expect things to kind of just happen 
like yeah. like I'm gonna go for a, a ten mile run, true, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be cut. Yeah, <laughs> like, people kind of expect those results right away. Yeah, like you may see like a picture of like Brad Pitt with a shirt off or something, true. and you're like, or Will Smith or something, and you're like, dang, like I wish I could look like that. <laughs> but real in reality, that took them a long time yeah. to look and that it, way. And the thing too is and people don't realize that. Yeah, and it was hard for me to realize because like I hear people say that all the time who have like been bigger and then gotten skinnier, gotten mm-hmm. fit. They'd be like, what was the process for me? And I'm like watching them like, okay, well, it's a process, but <laughs> I like I'm trying to get there now. So telling somebody right. it's a process who still needs to go through the process isn't yeah. always the best thing. And I learned yeah. that even with myself. Hey, who do you who, do you watch any videos or anything for like motivation? Uh, yeah. So I actually I started I watched I kind of got into David Goggins. Dude. Uh, yeah. I was gonna bring him up. <laughs> yeah. So I got into him um, later on, like when I kind of gotten a good start off probably a couple months into it um but i watched like a lot of et i don't know if you okay. know et the hip-hop preacher is what they call him but he's a motivational I, speaker i think i know who you're talking about yeah, yeah so my dad i mean ironically so with my dad working at michigan state i think he had kind of formed a connection with him he was also from oh, wow. detroit so my dad's cool. from detroit um so i've been kind of like a little well versed on his speeches my dad used to make me and my uh, sisters go to him uh, oh, wow. when he hosted them at michigan state and back then, like, just being younger, I used to be like, okay, what is this dude talking about? He's like, <laughs> if you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, you know, I don't know. I don't even remember fully. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, this really doesn't make sense to me. Then, like, getting into, like, running and stuff like that, that's who I look to a lot um, for motivation. For me, it's music, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just, like. What kind of music you listen to? Uh, <laughs> a lot of underground rap, I would say. Okay. I mean, I'm very versatile right now, and like if I'm running or doing more activity things, and it's like underground rap, like hardcore rap, okay. um, more so Detroit music, I would say. Oh, cool. um, but I'm really like into all different types. Like I went through probably two months where when I was just listening to Beethoven's like Fourth really? and Fifth Symphony in the car, <laughs> and my friends didn't even want to ride with me. So, bro, you're admitting that on yeah. air. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I mean, I mean, it, it worked for me. I try to be like. And no matter what I'm doing, I'm trying to, like, get into all different aspects or yeah. trying to get a sense for everything. So um, music especially, I try to, like, tap into all different genres and mm-hmm. categories. But mostly underground rap, um, rap, pop, R&B, the basics. What kind of headphones do you use when you're running? Um, so I started off just with the basic, you know, the apples with the cords. Okay. Um, yeah. My mom ended up getting me, I want to say for my birthday, some, the AirPod, like, pros or whatever okay um so that was at like the peak of me like really 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 getting it in for running um and i love those those are my favorite because it kind of freaked me out at first with it being noise canceling because i i like to run by the street yeah um so not even being able to hear the cars i'm like (laughs) hold on for a minute um so i did those i never did the big beats because those always just fell off my head. Right. I don't yeah. understand how people can just run and do workouts it. with those. I don't um, get it. But yeah, AirPod Pros. That's that's. I use uh, Dr. Dre's Beats, the uh, Beat Pros. Uh huh. Dude, I love those things. Yep. <laughs> They're my favorite. My I favorite see those headphones. too. Yep. And I uh yeah, I would say for me definitely the AirPod Pros. Okay. Yep. Cool. So. I don't think you mentioned on the podcast how much weight you or what what weight you were at and then yeah. how much you actually lost. So I was at two fifteen to two twenty probably at the end of high school and I went down to one fifty. I want to say because when I started losing weight, I didn't weigh myself at all. Okay. I didn't weigh myself probably for about five months just because wow. I didn't want like 
I didn't want it to. I knew with me it was going to be a habit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if I do it once, I'm going to want to see how I, like right. how much I weigh all the time. And I knew that's pretty healthy. Yeah. To to not do that. Yeah, I know. And then like I kind of got lucky a lot of times because a lot of things I was doing was just like subconscious. I kind of mm-hmm. knew like it was the reverse of like what had been taking me down before. Right. So I was like, all right, I already know if I weigh myself, then it's not going to be a good situation because I already know how I am. I already know right. how I work. So. It kind of, I would say, too, losing weight helped me understand myself a lot more. Um, but, yeah, so from 215 to 150. So when you lost that weight, as you started losing the weight, and then as you started creeping up on 150, how did you feel coming from the 200 to, to, to 150? How did you feel? Yeah, so another thing for me, too, when I was, like, kind of getting into my weight loss <clears throat> journey was I was, like, I kind of want to see how it feels to be skinny. <laughs> I know that kind of sounds funny, but I'm like, I want to see if it's a difference from being fat to being skinny. Like, what does it feel like? Right. So for me, like not really tracking like my weight loss journey. Um, well, not like tracking it by pounds, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like, I don't want to say I got lost in the process, but I definitely got lost. Like I kind of like was just losing the weight and then looked up at one minute and I was like, okay, I have like close to a six pack and then that motivated me more to get to a full six pack and lose more weight um so yeah i kind of forgot what the question was (laughs) how how did you feel like because i would imagine that if you're over 200 pounds yep and you're not supposed to be yeah that you would feel sluggish and tired and like unmotivated yeah it's like i know when i'm eating like shit Mm -hmm. and i'm not i'm not in a healthy state of being that I feel like I feel like shit. Yeah, I, no, I'm tired definitely. all the time. Don't feel motivated. Yeah, I think a, a thing for me was when I was my heavier weight. Like I said, you really, I mean, when you're that weight, you really don't notice it. Like it's just like a normal life for you. Mm-hmm. Like that's like what your lifestyle is. So I didn't really know anything different. Um, so at the time, but there's definitely things like I could tell. Like there were some times when I would be laying in bed and I would just get like these cramps on the side of my body and it would just be crazy. And I'm like, I don't know what it is, but I know that at least if I lose some weight, maybe I'll feel better from it. Like, mm-hmm. um, so that was a big thing. And then like being, I would say, speaking to the side of like being smaller, um, I mean, it's beneficial. I think I got more so into maybe like <laughs> checking on myself a little bit too much more. <laughs> like even if it wasn't on a scale, then it was like in the mirror, like checking, okay, am I like, am I good here? Like, did I lose something here? Did I waste some? like, did I gain here? Um, but I would say definitely like when I lost weight, I felt like more energized. I felt mm-hmm. like I wanted to be outside more. I didn't want to be inside. Like when I gained a lot of weight and when I was a heavier weight, I like being in the dark. I like just, just being in my right. room, like just eating snacks, <laughs> hanging out, playing video games. So it was a definitely like a change in lifestyle and a change in feeling overall. So what kind of food were you eating when you were, uh, well, what kind of food do you eat now? Um, so now I'm actually, I think probably going on almost a year now of being like, trying to be vegan for a minute but then like now i want to say like i'm full-time vegetarian what does that mean um so for me <laughs> it's, it's hard because i'm still like navigating it and getting into it okay. um i'm still trying to decide if like vegetarian is better than like what i was doing before so what were you doing before um all right so when i was probably like my 215 weight that i was eating like mcdonald's like fast mm-hmm. food every day yeah um a lot of fried foods foods and like unhealthy portions i would say that was a big thing like just right. overeating and overeating yep. um and then like when i started losing weight i didn't really my kind of breaking point too was quarantine so i gradually started losing weight like that november before december mm-hmm. uh one of my friends was in the gym a lot and he like he was already skinny but he wanted to put on muscle so i'm like okay. hey you know what let me come to the gym with you so he posted something i'm like hey let me come to the gym with you like starting and i'm like 
I told myself, I'm like, all right, let me start New Year's. And then I'm like, no, because everybody who says they want to lose weight <laughs> you starts don't. on New Year's <laughs> and it doesn't go well. Right. Because it's like you put it off to the side. So I text him, I'm like, hey, let me come to the gym with you tomorrow. And this is probably like December 15th or something. Oh, okay. So it's before even Christmas. And that was like the best decision of my life, just getting started with it early. Because from mm-hmm. there on, I didn't like have a date to rely on to start and then right. like end or finish. And I wasn't like expecting results. Um, so starting there, I kind of like start eating a little bit better. Um, I want to say like more so like steaks, um, away from like a lot of bread. So like steaks, pasta, Alfredo, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think I remember the time where I was like when quarantine had happened or when the pandemic was just starting and I was in school, of course. So the big thing for me was we had just gotten off spring break. So they're like, oh, you're about to have like another month off. I'm like, okay, that's cool with me, not expecting it to be, like, the whole year. Um, but I remember, like, being in my bed and getting up and going to the kitchen. And I opened the, like, at the time I lived with my dad. So, of course, when you live with your parents, the fridge and, like, the everything is usually always stocked. Right. So I remember waking up, like, going to eat, open, like, the cabinet, seeing, like, a bunch of chips, things like that. And I'm like, now this can either go one or two ways. Like, not even <laughs> thinking of, like, how long the pandemic was going to last. But I'm like, okay, I can either, like, chill and, like, eat snacks, hang out in my room and be cool. Or I can kind of, like, make a difference and change and not. So one day I just decided wow. not to eat chips. And that led me to, like, where I am today. Um, so, so that was a pretty definitive moment. Yeah, I know. And, I, I mean, That's not cool. even realizing it. So from there on, I just kind of, like, started. I was like, okay, no sweets or junks. I didn't really say that to myself at the time, but that was mm-hmm. just, like, in the back of my head. Like, I'm not going to eat anything that I know up front is bad. Right. So then from yeah. there on, I didn't, like, necessarily – I mean, I did lower the portions of my food a little bit, but I didn't go crazy to where I'm like, okay, I'm going from eating, I don't know, three bags of chips and a hot dog and a hamburger a day to eating <laughs> to eating a salad. Like, I didn't do right. that to myself because right. I knew, like, it wasn't going to work out. And then, then you're just setting yourself up for failure, too. Yeah, You're yeah. just eating nothing but lettuce. I know, yeah. yeah. And I mean... A lot of people, like, probably think that's the best option because that's what they see, like, people who are where they want to be. Like, that's what they're eating. But that's, like, kind of the upkeep of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But definitely, like, realizing that you don't so much have to, like, make a drastic change. Mm -hmm. Like, a big thing for me was, okay, I'm not going to make the best decision. I'm going to make a better decision. Right. So instead of eating chips, let me have some blueberries or strawberries instead. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't trying to overdo it. I mean, sometimes too, like, I mean, I let myself have something here or there. You but have to. Yeah, I know. But I will say too with that, like a lot of people in like cheat days and stuff like that, I don't think I did like a cheat day probably for about like two months or something when I first started. Okay. Just because, again, like I've seen so many people who like, you kind of get to a point where you're like, okay, I want to lose this weight. I want to get on this journey. And then the thing you look forward to is the cheat day. Right. So that's always keeping your mind. Like, no matter what you're doing, you're always going to be focused on getting to that day. (laughs) And I'm like, I mean, I understand it because that's, like, in a sense, your comfort food. But you Mm -hmm. can't, like, rely on that. You kind of have to. Another thing that the dude E.T. says is, like, you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. So that was another thing is kind of, like, making myself comfortable with being uncomfortable. So even if it's, like. Yeah, of course I feel comfortable eating candy, but I have to make myself uncomfortable by eating the stuff that I don't want to so much right now, but I know later on it'll be a benefit. Right. Now, did you find that when you stopped eating that stuff that you, like, kind of stopped craving that? Yeah, definitely. Um, So it definitely took a minute, and another thing that I remember from high school my freshman year was our gym teacher in health class telling us that 
um, if you always drink juice when you get thirsty, you're going to want juice. Mm -hmm. So if you drink water when you get thirsty, you're going to want water. So that always stuck with me, like, from that point on in my life. So I kind of took that, too, and I was like, okay, that kind of plays into, like, no matter what. Like, even if it's food, it's such a drink, whatever. Um, Do you know anything anything about, like, your gut microbiome and how, like, you – people say it all the time i hate this i hate this phrase but it, you are what you eat type yeah, of thing yeah you you literally are kind of what you eat because if you if you eat junk food all the time eat pasta you eat like sugary things that's what you're going to crave because that's what you've been putting into your body yeah exactly but if you start eating salads daily i mean and the thing is you don't have to eat salads to be healthy exactly you can eat a steak and 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 uh, maybe some rice yeah i mean it depends on the person um but uh you know you and you'll crave those things too because that's what you've been eating true yeah and i definitely agree with that um and that was a big thing for me um going back to it like i said with the chips and the candies and stuff like that like just you kind of have to get to a point of pushing yourself past that point of where you're Mm -hmm. like okay i'm gonna i'm not gonna do it today let me just make it to tomorrow my whole big thing too was like that uncomfortable phase exactly that's the uncomfortable phase but then when you realize you look up in like two weeks and you're like okay i don't even want this anymore i don't even want candy like i think it probably was like maybe at least a couple months before i even had a craving for chocolate or candy or anything like that just because i had like completely taken myself off of it and i didn't really i knew that i couldn't remove sugar so i tried to replace that with like fruit Okay. And like having yeah. that be my sweet type of thing. Yeah. Um. So just trying to like play the system, I say in a, in a lot of right. ways, is trying to like just okay, if I can't have this, what can I have that kind of will keep me reminiscent right. of it, right? But not with the as bad. I know for me, one thing I like to do, and I don't know if it's necessarily the healthiest thing to do, but um, it's definitely better than eating like like candy. Um, like, so like after dinner, a lot of times I'm like, man, I, I really wish I had a dessert. Yeah. Like, I want I want some ice cream. Um, when I'm like being kind of crazy with my, my diet and whatnot, I'll, I'll have like a protein shake cause it'll fill me yep. and, uh, then I'll take a scoop of peanut butter and I'll just eat peanut butter and then that cure <laughs> that curbs the, yeah. the craving. Yeah, no, definitely. So. I mean, those are the type of things you like kind of have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say too, like for anybody who's trying to lose weight, you kind of like, for me, a big thing is like, like the shoe doesn't fit everybody. Right. Um, exactly. So you have to figure out what works for you. Like somebody could be watching this podcast. You could go mm-hmm. watch another, like, I don't know, specific weight loss or health podcast. And you might yeah. like take some, of course, take things from it. Yeah. But what I did and what you did or what somebody else did isn't going to work for somebody. Right. So that was a big thing of me realizing too, like, okay, I'm getting all this information, but all of it may not work for me. Right. Um, like my body is different. Like some yeah. of the things, like some people, I got a friend who, literally has a, has had a six pack for like five years and he eats mcdonald's every day <laughs> is like, his name cipriano because that seems like that's my friend <laughs> no i mean but we could probably all attest like we all have that friend who yeah. eats horrible all the time and like stays the same weight and i'm yeah. like okay like how do you do that but I, in reality like that's not your body like you kind of have to just let it go and figure out what works for you but only yeah. only i mean what works for me is figuring out figuring it out along the way right um yeah. i didn't really like I wasn't on a timetable to lose weight. It kind of just kind of happened gradually. Like mm-hmm. another thing that I told myself um, every time I was running was like, okay, this is going to be like a year to two year process to be where I want to be. And I mm-hmm. would like actually like tell myself that when, I, as I was running um, just so that I would kind of build it up and know that, okay, what I'm doing right now, I may not get the results that I want in the short term, because right. I know if you're looking short term for results, it's not going to work out because right. you're just going to fall flat again. Cause you're going to be like, I'm yep. not where I want to be. Exactly. 
Um, <clears throat> so how did you get on to the, the vegan diet and then, then the vegetarian? Yeah. So, <clears throat> Where'd that come about? So I would say it definitely came with <clears throat> when I was, again, at the peak of like my weight loss and running so much, like just every day, like running twice, three times a day, like pretty much for the whole day. Um, then kind of getting reacclimated back into life. Um, I mean, that's kind of the thing for all of us from going to like a pandemic and then yeah. kind of like progressing back into regular life was like seeing all my friends again, being with people. Another thing that I kind of like, that kind of helped too was like my weight loss was during the pandemic. So it wasn't really too much you could do. You could either stay home right. or do something. So for me, it was like, I don't want to stay home. I'm going to go run and I'll be out running all day. Um, but I kind of isolated myself too, like from people I kind of changed my schedule so I wouldn't even be up at the same time that like my parents were or like my <laughs> sisters were like I kind of like ran on a different time but that was just because I knew that I mean at first it was kind of like subconscious I was just doing it but then mm -hmm. it kind of worked out because I realized and learned another thing too is like food is really like a social standard a lot of mm -hmm. times too like you use it for like a conversation like hey right. we need to have this conversation you want to go out to lunch right so not yeah. having that anymore not being like oh you want to hang out and then just being bored and getting food to eat because that's yeah. like a lot of times like how you gain weight is just like being bored right like that's the number one like <laughs> that's the number one thing that's going to get you like keep gaining weight and keep gaining weight is being bored right um so kind of like just keep myself occupied um and then Again, back to getting reacclimated. So having to like deal with people again. Oh, you want to go to dinner? Okay, <clears throat> this and that. So I kind of had to keep myself like, had to keep myself honest. So it was kind of a switch to me because I'm like, okay, if I'm vegetarian, if I'm vegan, I can't eat a burger if we go out to eat, or I can't stop at McDonald's. Just like, hey, I'm hungry really quick. I know I'm not supposed to eat this, but let me just get it. Right. So it was a way to keep me like honest to like my diet and keep me kind of structured. And then also for me, I kind of have to like have things in my life that are, I don't want to say discipline, but kind of keep me structured. Um, so whether it's like, I don't know, like some people might have a bedtime. Mm -hmm. My parents didn't really like raise me with having to like fall under like the normal social standards of like a kid, like having bedtimes, things like that. Like, of course okay. it was like per my age, but I think right. them a lot too. Cause I kind of learned how to like manage things on your own. Yeah. Manage things on your own. I mean, that's yeah. what life is. Like, if, you, if you go to bed late and you, you still got to go to school tomorrow, exactly. you're going to be tired as fuck. If yeah. You, don't go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you got to deal with the consequence of that. So like, I mean, yeah. that's a lot of like what straight me into being who I am today, like trial and error. Right. Um, that's like a, a big deal for me is just like trying things out if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't mm -hmm. um but yeah uh so you didn't do like a vegetarian or vegan diet because of like like um uh losing like a diet wise or no you didn't do it for like um what what would you say like uh like an ethical re like reasonings no if i'm being honest i want to say what really started me off was i don't know if you know who little dirk is no, no. <laughs> so he's a rapper and i think i was watching one of his videos on youtube and he was like he's like yeah i don't even eat meat like i just like eat salads like stuff like that and i was like you know what that sounds like a good idea let me try that out <laughs> and i tried it out and it kind of just like kept me going from so, like there on so what do you do to kind of get the sup like supplements you need um like protein wise and uh like just some of the other <laughs> that's funny that you say that i actually watched a podcast and um i think it was on like vegan eating and vegetarian eating and they were like uh, the one thing that you're going to get annoyed with all the time with is like when you're being vegetarian or vegan is people who are like, so where do you get your protein from? <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me, uh, just the way I work is like not getting too much into the details of things. Mm -hmm. um, of course, with some things like you need to, it's necessary. But for me, right. I kind of like, 
I never really honestly paid attention to like, okay, if I'm getting enough of this, am I giving enough of that? Mm -hmm. I just was kind of focused on like how my body ran at the time. So I kind of just gauged it off how I felt like, and with running, it was kind of a good thing and a bad thing. I mean, sometimes like I could drink a bottle of water before I go run and I could just like get cramps out of nowhere or I could eat before I go run. And then I would know like, depending on what I eat, like if I eat a steak or if I eat pasta before I run, it'll affect me different from Mm -hmm. if I have some candy or something, or even if I just have two pieces of candy or a donut. So that's kind of how I gauge things. Um, I would say like me switching to vegetarian and vegan for a minute was like, yeah, to keep me honest on just making sure that I don't go off the track with, like, starting to eat a horrible food. Because I know that I was, like, starting to, like, get a little bit less into running um, just because, like, the way that life was going at the time was, like, being back outside, being with people, being with family, Mm -hmm. um, a little bit of work. Um, So that was kind of, like, my main thing of it. But it wasn't really for, like, um, any, like, value or anything like that. So... I guess to answer your question of like, how did I make sure I like had all the things that I needed? You don't really get it. it. You just, no, I mean, my mom made me or got me some, like she ordered me like a pack of 50, like multivitamin things or whatever. Okay. I tried to take them for a day and then my stomach hurt and I was like, I'm off this. (laughs) I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Um, So so you don't, you don't do anything special. No, you just, you don't eat anything special. You just, what what do you eat? Um, So now I'm in, I love French fries. Um, but I would say mostly anything that doesn't have meat in it, if I'm being honest with you. Because like I said, I'm still in the stage where I'm, like, learning, like, what... What you can eat as yeah, a vegetarian. And like, not even, like, what... I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. what you can eat. But, like, I mean, I'm big into cooking, too. So, like, what can I cook? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a lot of stuff has meat in it. That's just, like, the world we live right. in. It's hard to find, like, vegetarian options and vegan options. Um, but before, I would say that I ate, like, a lot of steak um a they, lot of they make tofu steaks and stuff like that yeah i'm not in i'm not big into like the beyond meats and things like that okay. um i'm just like i mean if i'm not having meat it's it's whatever i'll just leave right. it alone it doesn't like affect me to that point again it's right. kind of like the yeah. same thing with sweets like if it's kind of taken out of your life if you don't have it mm-hmm. you kind of forget about it you won't have a craving for it like right i honestly like being 100 percent honest i think that i probably have not have like a craving for meat probably like maybe once or twice for like chicken wow. wings but like steak hamburgers things like that it's kind of like not even really in my memory anymore wow that's pretty awesome but yeah so now like fruits vegetables um i love what is it the edamame seeds or whatever the pods oh okay um salads i mean i do like these like chicken they come in like a green pack they're like um vegetarian like fake chicken of course but i'll make that and make it like a buffalo chicken sandwich okay um do you find it that it's expensive to eat that way it depends i feel like if you're kind of more experienced then Mm -hmm. you know that you don't need like all the stuff that like people kind of make it seem like like for a normal person i feel like a normal person is like if i'm eating healthier their uh number one thing is to go to whole foods Mm -hmm. so for me it was like realizing you don't really need the expensive stuff or the really good like organic this organic that it's just really like making like it is a little bit more expensive but it just depends on, like, I really feel like on, like, your expertise level. And, right. I mean, if you know how to cook or not. Like, if you know how to cook, mm-hmm. you know how to, like, mix things together. You know what to do. So, it's not that hard. Like, it's not that hard for me to right. go from eating stir-fry with steak to just making stir-fry without it. Right. Um, so, I kind of just look at it that way. Um, I mean, there's been times where I've, like, gone to the grocery store and maybe spent, like, 200 or, like, $150. 
and like having expected but it mm -hmm. also goes to too like having a plan before you go into the store right like, even if you're eating like healthy or if you're eating not healthy whether you're vegetarian whether you eat meat it doesn't matter um going into the grocery store and having a plan knowing what you're wanting for me too i'm not like i'm a person who like I don't know what I want to eat until the day of. <laughs> yeah, that's how I am too. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you kind of have to like work with how you are as a person. Like again, right. like one shoe, like it doesn't fit everybody. So you kind of have to figure out what works for you. So for me, like I can save a lot of money if I go into the grocery store knowing that I'm going to have, I don't know, like a Caesar salad for one day. If I'm going to have right. Alfredo and stir fry, then yeah, I can probably like spend $60 and be good for the week. But if mm -hmm. I go in there, like I have no idea what I want. I'm going to spend a lot more. And then right. if you are like mostly vegetables, things like that, it might be a little bit more pricier because it's easier just to go grab a $9, two steaks or a right. pack of chicken wings for $6 yeah. and knowing that at least you're going to use it. But I will say too, it's harder because I mean, just dealing with fresh produce, like you have to eat it in a certain amount right. of time. Like yeah. you can't just sit there forever. Kind of makes you a little bit more thoughtful too on what you eat. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I mean, for me, I kind of started, paying attention definitely a lot more to what i ate and how it affected mm -hmm. me um just because I, would you say that paying more attention to what you eat was the bigger part of your weight loss definitely um but i didn't realize it at first mm -hmm. so like for me it was cutting portions at first like i was still i want to say i was eating the same thing but i remember one day i probably had like three brussels sprouts like maybe a, a piece of salmon or something and like a little salad on the side. Um, but I just like, I don't know why that picture always flashes in my mind from that to eating, I don't know, like a whole plate of like macaroni and <laughs> stuff <laughs> like that. Um, but I definitely, yeah, I mean, you, you pay attention to a lot more and especially like when you're on the journey, when you're working out a little bit more, mm -hmm. I mean, even if you work out for three days, like you'll start realizing somebody runs, like if somebody goes runs right now who hasn't been running in a month, they can probably like quickly be like, oh, I know everything that made me suffer through this. Mm -hmm. so That'd that be was, me. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> I, haven't ran, my, I haven't ran in a while. So that's my big thing too. It's just like, <clears throat> I didn't want to be at the point to where, I mean, it helped for me. It, like, mm -hmm. it worked for me because I like did a lot of long distance running. And so okay. like. How far were you running? <sighs> anywhere from like at my peak anywhere from like 15 to 30 miles a day wow um i started out i mean dude you're running almost a marathon a day no yeah yeah definitely i mean but i loved Holy it it was kind of like just me being out but i started off like i started slow and i didn't like realize like my start so i started off with like i said like a half mile then i went to a mile where were you doing this at um it was by my house it was actually by okamas high school i don't know if you so know. you just run a circle so it was actually like I would call it a square, <laughs> but it was up Bennett, down Hewlett, if that's the right road, up Jolly, back up Okemos. Um, and you just continuously run that? Yeah, so I mean, it just started off with me running half of it. So luckily there was like a split point right in the middle from like, and my house was at the split point. Oh, so cool. I would start like from my house up Okemos, up Bennett, then go back down halfway. And then one day I was like, you know what? Let me see if I can run the whole thing. And then after I ran the whole thing, I was like, there's no. How many times no. can I do it? I know, yeah. I mean, it was like how many times I can do it. But then for me, it was like, okay, there's no reason why if I run, if I can run a full lap, why can't I do that every day? And then for me, too, it wasn't, like, being so much into my time of it. It's just, like, mm -hmm. getting it done. Right. Um, so, yeah, I would say that definitely, like, when I got into it way more, like, June, July, August, it was, like, at least, like, 12 miles a day, at least. Wow. Um, but for me, it was just kind of, like, I knew that that was the best way because how I started was, like, okay, 
if I'm outside, there's only one way home if I'm walking. <laughs> <laughs> so whether I'm going to run at home or I'm going to walk at home, I'm getting home one way and I know I'm burning calories. Right. So then that just ended up me being like, okay, one day I'm going to try to go to campus. Um, so I just ran to oh. campus one day and then just ended up like that. So then every day I was like, okay, the more and more I ran, I knew that like I could keep pushing my body and pushing my body. Because I kind of felt like with me, I had never really pushed my body to the point of where it was like, I feel like I'm breaking down. Mm -hmm. Like I kind of always stopped myself and still had a lot left. Like I, right. or I felt like I still had like a lot left. You kind of shorting you. yourself. Yeah, yeah. So um, that was the big thing is like pushing me. And then again, like you're out there, you have no choice. I can't, I'm right. not going to call anybody like pick me up. If I'm <laughs> like, if I'm out there running, I only have one way home and either it's going to be running or walking. That running. makes me laugh. Yeah. But, <clears throat> it makes me laugh because um last year i was training for a, a 50 mile ultra run oh wow <laughs> dude well i'm gonna first state that i didn't finish the run because um it was it was a virtual it was supposed to be virtual mm -hmm. and it wasn't i wasn't prepared for it i mean running wise i was prepared but yeah. as far as like being in shape i was prepared but as far as um like like the trail and and the gear i needed and the time of year it was yeah. and the time I started, I was not prepared. Yeah, no. But um, I remember when I was training for, I was I, I ran from from my house up Aurelius all the way down to Columbia Road, Columbia Road all the way to it was in Mason and then I think Okemos Road and then to Hagedorn Ooh. and then all the way up Hagedorn and I got to um, I got to uh, Hagedorn and like almost Jolly or something. <laughs> And I called my wife and I'm like, I think I need you to come get me. <laughs> Dude, I was like 26 miles in or something. Oh, wow. And uh, she's like, she, she, she was like, you're not going to finish it. And like in my head, whenever somebody like questions me, I'm like, oh, you call me a bitch. You don't yeah, think I can finish like, this? <laughs> okay. All right. I know I'm finishing it. Never mind. Don't come. <laughs> no, that was, I mean, like you speaking of that, that was the same way that I kind of was when I started my podcast. Um, it was from my sister, like challenging me, like you can do this. Like, I mean, if you keep, like, if you actually try, like you can actually do it. And I'm like. She's like, but you're not going to do it. I already know. And I'm like, oh, you're trying me? Like, you're really challenging me right now? Bro, that's all That's all you need sometimes is somebody just be like, yeah, I no, know. you're not going to do that. I know. They and call the thing, you on your bluff. The thing that I realized, too, with my mom, like, it was probably a couple weeks ago, I realized, like, how much your parents probably know about you that you don't even realize. Like, my mm -hmm. mom played a trick on me, and I think, I don't even remember exactly what it, for, what it was for, but I want to say, who knows, probably, like, cleaning the house or something. Um she had just said something and it got me motivated like oh she doesn't think i'm gonna do this and i just had like a whole clean sweep like got everything i needed to get done and i looked up and i was like i just like i'm realizing that she kind of like played like played me <laughs> like she knew like how i would react to this or how i would respond and she said what she needed to say that's hilarious <laughs> but Parent, yeah parents always have a way no yeah definitely and you i mean you can learn something from everybody and especially from Absolutely. your parents but like just realizing that i'm like all right i need to pay attention to like whatever other little tricks you guys play <laughs> and make sure i don't fall for it next exactly. time <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious um so you were running 30 30 miles almost 30 miles a day depending on the days yeah I think that's insane the most i ever ran was probably 35 and that was from like my house so oakmas road how long would that take you it was probably like a half day process. Mm -hmm. um, I would say like if I'm so if I'm running like if I'm running anywhere from I know I didn't run any lower than like five miles. So if I ran like my typical like maybe five to fifteen or sixteen, 
Um, I would do it at like 7.30 pace, 7.30 to wow. 7.40. I think like worse 7.50, but I never got to 8. Um, I mean, like when I started out, but when I was actually paying attention to my times, it wasn't mm-hmm. anything like higher than 8. Are you running with like a Garmin or? No, you, no, just, just myself, shorts, a t-shirt or a white beater and the, <laughs> and the Dang. dangle headphones. Um, so let's see. So yeah, so yep. Yeah, like six, six to sixteen miles at like a seven thirty pace. Wow. The most I ever ran was yeah, like thirty two miles, and that was from my house. So Oakmus Road, downtown Lansing. So one day I was just wow. like, let me run downtown, um, because I think I had like did the drive or the way that I kind of like extended my runs was like always through a bike ride or like I don't know like a drive. Like I would see like, oh okay, like getting here actually isn't that hard. It's just like a road right. away. Right. Um, so realizing that and then just being like, hey, let me try it out. So yeah, I tried it out. I was like, let me run, let me run to the Capitol. I don't know why. So I ran to the Capitol. <laughs> I actually, this is how I got my job at the painting company too. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you're a normal person, I wouldn't say like, I wouldn't recommend to do this, but so I'm running, <laughs> I'm coming like from campus, um, passing like Max Bar. I don't know if you know where that is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'm running. And then I see there's this guy sitting in the car and like they were working at Max Bar. He's like, hey, um, do you want to make some money helping out? And I'm like, just randomly? You're yeah, just, just running? randomly. <laughs> and I mean, at the time of me like running, I kind of was into like a kind of, I want to say a spiritual awakening. So I was like more like spiritual, like more like having faith, praying more. So I was kind of okay. like, all right. I kind of feel like my prayers and everything will keep me protected from this. Plus, I was on the phone with my friend, so I'm like, okay, let me see what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. So, it was just like picking up some tile, stuff like that. And he's like, all right, um, here's my card. I mean, like, it's definitely like opportunities to work in the summer, like, if you want to. Ended up working with him for the whole summer. Um, so, it actually was a good thing. Wow. But, yeah, back to like the run. So, ran downtown. So, I got that job, stopped there, finished my run to the Capitol, came back. I'm running home. I get a call from him. He's like, hey, do you want to come back and work later at 7? At this time, I still don't have my car. I'm already halfway back home. It's probably like 4 at the time. And I'm like, I'm not about to sit here and wait till <laughs> 7. So I run back home. I get home. I'm like, all right. I don't know how long it's going to take me to get back. But I know <laughs> oh I can at God. least run in 7, like a good 7.30 if I'm really, really trying. So I'm like, all right. I think that I have time. So I'm like, I need to go home first at least, too. I don't even know why. I think I needed water or something. So you didn't back. have water with you? No, I didn't run with water. I, I started like doing a little weird tradition. I would put like $5 under my shoe sole just in case I need it because <laughs> when it started getting hotter, because I kind of, I started running when it was snowing. Oh, okay. So when I originally started, it was like November, December time. Right. Um, and then like when it got summertime, when it got a little bit hotter and I was like, okay, one day I think I was out and I was just like completely like so thirsty and i was like i feel like i'm about to pass out i was like i'll never yeah. do this to myself again so i started taking money with me but that time i didn't um you catch me drinking out of a river somewhere <laughs> so yeah so yeah i ran home ended up going back and then i had to go home again from there so that was like the one run that was my longest ever um but yeah usually i just average it really depended on the week like each week, like, I got better at it, so I would kind of ramp it up. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I would say definitely at least 6 to, yeah, 6 to 16. I didn't do, like, 20s that much. I did 20s a little bit. It happened after I got into David Goggins. Okay. And that's when, like, I first started. That's actually when, like, I did the first long run was going to Lansing. I went outside. I think it was, like, in the morning. So weird. I, I don't know why I acted like an old lady at the time, but I would go out in the morning, walk, listen to an audio book with some tea because we had like this little lake pond river in the back of my house. Cool. And I was listening to one of his podcast audio books and it just got me motivated. I'm like, you know what? Let me go home, throw my shoes Is on. Is it the can't hurt me? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. 
Dude, I um, when I was training for that run, I I listened to that all the time. Yeah, that's I mean that's like probably my top book of all time. Mm -hmm. And I really didn't get into like listening to books until like I started running. Yeah. So that's another thing too. Like it, like I said, it helped me like discover more of myself and like just stuff that I didn't know like Mm -hmm. about myself. Like when I was younger, my grandma used to always push books on like me and my sister a lot. My sister loved books. I always was there for like the covers of them. So if the cover looked cool, (laughs) I'm getting the book, but I never read it. Um, then I was like, okay, I can actually deal with audiobooks. But yeah, I found his audiobook and I was like, wow, like this is really good. But I mean, like just the narrative of it and how it was like projected was different than any other because it was right. like an interview inside of a book. It was like it was a like, podcast. Yeah. I mean, yeah. him himself and his voice, like it'll get anybody motivated. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Enough. And he's calling everybody a bitch. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right. Uh, he had me thinking for a minute to go to the military. I was like, actually, I think I might just stick with the long distance running for now. <laughs> So ha- have you had any aspirations or anything to do any ultras or? Yeah. So, I mean, actually marathons? like hearing him like talk about and doing like the 50 and the 100 mile runs. And yeah. I was like, like, I felt like I was doing something at like 10, right, 15 miles. Right. And he's like 50, 100. And 200. Like, Shit. Let me see if I can like <laughs> maybe even try to crack like 50 miles. Like not even right. saying like if I can. Well, for one thing, if I can at least jog, like, how long can I at least jog? Like, that was my big thing. So I definitely was interested in, like, doing marathons and runs and stuff like that. At the time, of course, it being through the pandemic. Right. um, Everything's canceled. Yeah, everything was canceled, and there was, like, nothing in person. So I really didn't try to. And another big thing for me was I tried to stay away from as long as I can, like, being so much into, like, timing myself and, like, Mm -hmm. paying attention to the time of it. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's always cool to look at, like, when you're running five miles, and you're like, okay, well, I actually kept, like, a good pace throughout it. But I knew. Right. like that will all be like detrimental to me just because like how the type of person i am like if i know i get into like the statistics or something or like right. the numbers or something then i'm like glued into it and mm-hmm. i'm like always trying to beat it or get better and i realized like the goal wasn't actually to like have the best time it's to be like the best version of yourself right absolutely so, i um kind of had that moment the other day i was i went to a powerlifting competition uh, because i'm interested in getting into powerlifting so i was like i want to go see what it's about so I went and watched it, and then uh, this week I'm kind of following a powerlifting routine, um, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna look up and see like what I should be lifting, <laughs> like how heavy I should be lifting, and I'm like, yeah, I'm nowhere near that. <laughs> I definitely need to be lifting way more. So it was kind of like one of those moments of realization, like I'm, I, c- I can either make two decisions: I can, I can do this, and I and I will, or I. I'm not going to do and I'll just continue doing what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's how it is. And I think everybody has to kind of like look at yourself in the mirror and come to those realizations of where it's like, I hate to call it make or break moment, but it's Mm kind of just like, I mean, it's really like what you're looking to get out of it too. Yeah. Like I'd never encourage somebody to like another thing with me too and running. Like I would see if I got to campus, I see somebody running across the street and I'd be like, all right, let me see if I can speed up on them and beat them a little bit. But then I'm like, <laughs> I have to realize, like I have to tell myself all the time, like at this point I've been running for like at least seven miles. This person right. may have just gotten outside. Mm-hmm. So like, just like the life lessons that you learn throughout, right. it's just like, I mean, a, a big thing for me is like just not being in competition mm-hmm. with, I mean, being in competition with yourself sometimes is good. But it's good because it, like, you can push yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. But with other people, I feel like you should never really be 
in competition because it's not going to help you unless you're ready to get to that point. Like right. some people like to, I mean, of course everybody wants to like see how they stack up against oh, the competition. Yeah, absolutely. I um, mean, there's, there's moments and times for it. Yeah. But I mean, if you're, <clears throat> if you don't fully know what you're doing, you're in for a rude awakening. Right. When you try to like, <laughs> when you try yeah. to get to that point where it's like, all right, let me see if I'm better than this dude. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, when I was running last year, a lot, I was running uh, on the river trail and I ran by this guy. Well, this guy ran by me, uh, the opposite way, coming the opposite way. And then he came back and, uh, he got, he kind of got in front of me and he was taller than me and he was jacked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he looked like he just like ran all the time and lifted all the time. And so that's, that's probably all he did. <laughs> but I remember, uh, thinking like, I'm going to keep up with this guy. Like, cause I feel like he's going to push me yeah. to, to, to be better. And so I stayed right on his tail for, for the majority of the time that he was running the same course I was going. But, um, yeah, it's definitely good to, to like, if in that situation, I wasn't doing it for competition. Yeah, you know, I was doing it to like help to push. keep yourself going. Yeah. Right. I mean, you definitely need those moments, too, because, like I said, for me, like, even if I'm at a point where it's like I've been running five miles, I don't know how long this person has been running. Right. Sometimes it is like, okay, let me just, like, inner competition but then also like all right let me see if i can push myself or keep going even right. though I, I don't know how long you've been out here but it's right. still like a good a good push to go and then seeing somebody not give up yeah is like a motivator too because True. like all right he's not giving up i'm not gonna give up yeah if he can make it there i can make it there that's the same <laughs> thing with me too like even in being in oakham it's like a lot of the people I would see outside are like older people a lot of times. So, I mean, mm -hmm. even if they're like run walking or jogging, no matter what it is, I'm like, okay, <laughs> they can do this. Like I can at least like get a little bit, a little bit of some speed picked up. I can get a right. little bit of a longer distance going in. I would say too, like those people who you see is like what keeps you going a lot of times too. Like just those waves, those highs. Like I remember one time I saw a guy, he was like, I was going this way. He was coming the other way. And he just walked past, gave me a good, like, deuce up. I gave him a deuce. I'm like, okay, I don't know why, but it just got me motivated to keep going. Yeah, because um, if he sees you stop, he might be like, what's wrong with that guy? Yeah, <laughs> and that was another thing, too, for me. Like um, like I said, I, like, love running by the street, ironically enough, because I'm, like, I have high anxiety sometimes, like, when I'm around people. Or, actually, no, it's weird. So if it's, like, a lot, a lot of people, I'm mm -hmm. okay. But if it's, like, just the right amount of people to where I feel like I can be, like, I don't know, just More like your notice personal. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I just have anxiety. But for some reason, like running like on the street and by cars kind of like kept me like going and pushing to not want to stop. So I'm like, I don't want to see anybody see me slow down <laughs> or see me stop. So I'm like, I don't know who could be watching. And I'm like, yep, right. <laughs> I got to keep going. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's kind of how I am too. Whenever I'm running, I'm like, I can't stop. Yeah. That person might think I'm a bitch. Yeah, and then it's <laughs> like, I mean, it doesn't even matter how far you are into your run or no matter what it is, it's just right. like you just like can't stop. And that's a big thing too from football. I would say football taught me a lot of like my like life morals and like how I am today. That helped shape me too is just being like, pushing through the pain mm -hmm. like you kind of have no choice like once you hit that field you're on that field for whatever that amount of time right. is and when you come off you come off but is it you gonna come off better or you're gonna come off the same that you were before right so that helped me too just like i mean getting through the pain like i said um another thing too that i learned which is kind of funny um is like <clears throat> sometimes when i would like tweak my ankle i don't know something like that i would keep like i don't know the next day i would run on it and it like it was still hurt a little bit, but I realized like just running through your injuries and running through your pain, depending on what it is. Now, mm -hmm. if you got a torn ACL, I don't right. recommend no. it. But like building your body up and like helping that stuff like that, that's definitely yeah. a, a good help is kind of like building your pain tolerance. Too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I remember um, after my that 50 mile run I did, 
Dude, I was so beat up. It was on a trail, and the the terrain was like, uh, it was in Yankee Springs, mm-hmm. and the terrain was almost like running up and down mountains. Um, there was huge drop offs everywhere, and uh, so the next day, even that night, um, when I came back to the hotel, my knees were swollen. Like you could, I couldn't, I couldn't see my kneecaps. Um, my ankle was swollen, and my all my toenails fell off, and they're all black and blue. Dude, they're still growing back. Oh, no. <laughs> this was in January. Do you feel like you kind of like start to enjoy that type of pain sometimes? Because I feel there's, like there's a pride in it for sure. Yeah, yeah. I feel like sometimes, like even when I'm like out running or doing no matter what, like even if you're in the gym lifting, like you mm-hmm. just kind of I don't know, getting past that level to where you're like, okay, I know it hurts, yeah, but I can still push through it. Like that kind of yeah. gives you like an extra adrenaline boost, or it just makes you feel better at the end. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah there's a sense of pride knowing that you you accomplished it. Even like for me, um, I, I knowing that I didn't finish the race because. The reason why I didn't was because um, I didn't have a headlamp and it was in the middle of the woods. And <laughs> oh. dude, I started at like eight o'clock in the no, I started at like nine o'clock in the morning. I should have started at six because then I would have finished it. Um, but it was it was already seven o'clock at night and it was winter time, so it was dark and you're in the woods. And, yep. and I don't really know the train. I had been around it like three times because it was a it was a loop, but um. I didn't know the terrain and I'm like, I don't want to die out here. You don't want to risk it. (laughs) And uh, my phone was dying. And the only way I remembered where I was going was I was mapping it out on my phone. Yeah. So the only light I had also was on my phone. phone. (laughs) So I'm like, I I need to get out of here for my safety. I didn't, I didn't know what was out there and I didn't, I didn't want to, I don't know. I just didn't want to, I had seven miles to go. Oh, and I'm like, I, I can't do this. Yeah, no, I think I, so. I've gotten myself into those situations sometimes, like just being out and like, I usually, I think when I got a little more into running, I started doing it a little earlier in the day because mm-hmm. I realized, I think a couple of times, like when I was new to it, like a little bit of a beginner, I caught myself like running in the dark too. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this is not where I want to be because yeah. I'm not big into animals or bugs. I'm like <laughs> mosquitoes or raccoon could pop out. I think I remember, <laughs> I think I remember one time me and my friend, um, running like junior year. So when I started a little bit in high school, um, so we went from like kind of by Okemos, by like the library. I don't even know, like probably up by the middle school and then back around. And he was like going back to the entrance of his neighborhood. And I saw like a deer that kind of looked like a fox. And <laughs> after that, I vowed to myself to never run again at night. <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. Deer are some of the, they can be vicious. Um, my daughter, was it my daughter? It was my daughter or my son. I can't remember who it was. Um, but we were riding on the, on the river trail uh, on our bikes and they were in one of those carriers, the skid carriers and, uh, whichever one it was, they were a baby Yeah. and they were crying and the deer seen like heard, heard the, my, my kid crying and they started running like towards me. And I'm like, no way. Oh, shit. <laughs> you need to shut up. This deer's gonna kill me. <laughs> but that's what I, that's what I say to myself all the time. And people think I'm crazy. Cause I'm like. I don't know. I don't know if it's like a phobia or what it is. I know it's not a phobia because I can like get over if I want to, but just right. kind of, I really don't mess with deer. I really don't like <laughs> them at all. When I run and I see them, I try to stay away. Those and like those little geese ducks. Oh, dude. Know. Those seem a little aggressive. <laughs> the ones with the long neck. Yeah. I just like myself, the road. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I don't need any animals involved. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, so um, do you do any weightlifting or anything? Um, so I got into weightlifting, I would say, 
more so probably around July, August time of 2020. So okay. probably like probably about like three or four months into like uh, my real weight loss journey. When I started though, actually, I take that back because when I started, I started off weightlifting. So that okay. was the only thing. And then I realized like, okay, weightlifting isn't going to get me like the results that I need. Mm-hmm. Like kind of as fast as I was expecting them. I wasn't expecting them fast, but I'm like, I know like weightlifting, right. unless I'm doing high, high intensity, mm-hmm. isn't going to burn the calories that like running could. Um, right. So I was just strictly just straight running for about like four or five months. Okay. And then of course I got to the point where everybody's like, oh my gosh, like you need to gain some weight. You need to <laughs> add some weight to your body. And I'm like, well, I'm not gaining weight, but I can put on some muscle. But another mm-hmm. thing for me too was I ran so much anyway, it really didn't make sense for me to lift because it would just come right off of me like even if i did have any right. muscle um so i didn't really get into it until i knew i could kind of like shorten down my runs okay and i mean i loved it so much that i was like i like if anything i'm not shortening down my runs so um like again getting acclimated back into life like mm-hmm. schedule changing i got into lifting more so i got to a point where i was like lifting twice a day um but the thing for me is starting off i kind of have to give myself like three or four days of like hey, like, we're going to sit here, whether you like it or not, and get, like, and actually, like, lift and get a pattern going, getting, like, a routine going. Because if not, mm-hmm. I'm just in there, and I'm like, I think some people call it, I don't even know what you call it, but just when, I don't know, when you don't have, like, a plan in place, you just go in there lifting, like, just right. for a doing, pump. Doing random things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, that's when I kind of was into, like, more of so of a routine of it. Mm-hmm. But for me, I, I honestly don't like lifting because it's so boring to me. Like I have cannot you, keep my attention. Have you tried like doing um like I mean it it, get, it has a bad rap. I I don't know why, but CrossFit. Have you tried like doing those type of workouts? Because I feel like because you you seem like you need to be active. Like yeah. you need to be like in it. So and... I tried calisthenics for probably okay. about a month. Um, because some of my friends are really big into it. Um, like Alex, he mm-hmm. I think when I was doing it, he was there a couple times. But I know he's been like. A little bit seasoned in it like he's been mm-hmm. doing it since i was like way bigger um but i did it with one of my friends shingra he's like really really big into it so we just go into the park working on like the basic bars things like that right so kind of learning it i mean i enjoyed that um for while i was doing it mm-hmm. um just because it was a little bit like different like i wasn't so much into like the the traditional way of things i was trying to figure out like okay how can I like, like what is going to work with like me running right. and how can I like still build muscle to my body, but like muscle that matters right. and like where it's actually going to be effective. Like, so mm-hmm. for me, it was like, I wanted to get like my chest and my upper body better, but also the same times, like the most important thing for me was probably like my legs too. Right. Um, so I definitely tried calisthenics crossfit i have not tried i don't i don't want to say i won't um <laughs> i know i know it's a lot of parents like a lot of my friends parents do it um mm-hmm. it's kind of a popular thing between parents and okamas um it's an old people thing is that what you're saying <laughs> no no, I feel no like that's what you're saying <laughs> no i'm not saying it's an old people thing i'm just saying like the people i know and at least like in the like demographic i'm in like a, a lot of older people there like right older, and not even older like 30s like mid 30s right. to like 40s um it seemed like I don't even know. I don't know like the full like wrap up of it or like mm-hmm. everything that's involved in it. it I don't like, either. I'm not. Yeah, I've never, I've never been part of a CrossFit gym. Yeah, but I. I mean, I've done like CrossFit type workouts. Uh-huh. Um, you know, but I've I've never part. I've been never been part of a CrossFit gym. So, I I just 
thought I'd recommend it because you seem like you like to be active and no, not, yeah. not just like laying there, do a set, yeah. wait wait around, no, do another set. It's definitely wait around. something I feel like I, I probably would like. A lot of things that I feel like I don't mm-hmm. like once I try them, like I like them. I don't right. know if that's just because I have like a spirit to just like push through things right. and like kind of make myself like them even if I don't. But no, right. it, it definitely sounds like something I... There was a, a gym I was part of, uh, kind of a part of, it, now closed, but it was out in Perry, and okay. uh, it was called Functional Fitness, hmm. and it wasn't a CrossFit gym, but it was kind of CrossFit-like. The, the, it was like they did a lot of kettlebell stuff and um, just a lot of just functional movements, yeah. <clears throat> like box jump it, jumps and burpees and lots of burpees, and <laughs> uh, and you're lifting weight, too, like, yeah. um, but the thing is, like, when you go to, like, a class like that, you're struggling like you're struggling with everybody else in the room like they may be lifting something different but everybody's struggling together True. and so like there's a like the sense of community you know amongst the the class yeah so it's, it's kind of cool it's kind of a cool experience no yeah that's definitely something that intrigues me just like what you were speaking to with mm-hmm. the community of it um that's a big thing i feel like for me like even if you're doing any type of workout you need to feel comfortable in the right. environment and especially exactly. if you're doing it around people yeah. you have to be comfortable with the people around you um I feel like working out kind of gets a bad rep because a lot of people kind of think of it like back to middle school and high school gym class. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, unless you were an athlete back then, it probably wasn't so much fun for everybody else. Right. Um, but just like being in that environment and maybe like, I don't even know, not liking everybody there or mm-hmm. not being that comfortable. So a big thing too is like being comfortable in your environment. Well, and especially if you're like, especially if you're just starting out and you're just like, you're not able to lift a lot or yeah. whatever and there's somebody next to you who's 250 pounds and he can bench to 380 pounds or whatever yeah. you're like oh, dang i can't lift that but at least having people like i mean for me because when i started like lifting and lifting with my friend um and then our other friend too who's he's like crazy big like crazy in shape um but he was like i mean he's somebody who like if you're in the gym with you'll be like oh my gosh because he like deadlifts <laughs> or whatever like over 500 pounds and i don't even know he does crazy amounts of stuff but working with him in the gym he's kind of like he's helped like Mm -hmm. you'll still do the same workout as him and even if it's like a little bit more weight than you can do like he'll help out like he knows what to do to kind of like still push you but not like way past limits where you're just like okay this is crazy i can't do this so having like those type of people in the gym too who are like Mm -hmm. hey like okay i can show you like i don't even know like what that one like is it called a clean oh yeah clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so like i don't even know how to do that but just mm-hmm. having like somebody in the gym so for instance if i'm like okay i can't do that with like 250 on there but let right. me try it with like a 25 so you definitely right. need people who are going to be like helpful and able to kind of work with you like right. that's the type of people you need to surround yourself with absolutely so um just kind of wrapping this up what are you doing these days for exercise you said you're into weightlifting you're still running uh so yeah i kind of <clears throat> I'm back and forth on and off with running right now, just with like work. Mm-hmm. Um, life, yeah, life happens. Life. But I, I try to put, when I was like at the peak of it, I try to put running before even like regular mm-hmm. life. I had the luxury too, just because I was so young and like didn't have to worry about things at the time. I'm right. still young and don't have to worry about things. <laughs> how, old are, how old are you right now? 19. Oh, jeez, you're so young. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, running, I mean, that's just like a love of mine. It's kind of just like a way for me to get out, get away from my thoughts. Um, but yeah, a little bit of weightlifting. I'm trying to like figure out what type of things I can do at home. Okay. Um, so I have like a pull-up bar at home. I'm on that. Like I try to be as much as I can, um, mm-hmm. ab roller, basic like ab workouts. There's like a six minute ab workout that I do. Um, 
pretty much the basic stuff for me right now is more so trying to get on track with like eating and health wise and make sure I'm eating the right things because mm-hmm. for me I that's feel the like, most important thing. yeah I feel like I was kind of more so at my at my best when I was eating like the regular foods like when I was eating steak mm-hmm. but just in the right portions right um so trying to figure that out um but yeah I mean I'm pretty much into like any workouts but mostly running um ab workouts basic push-ups i really don't try to do anything like too special Mm -hmm. um i try to just make it like as easy as possible as for myself as i can a lot of people like kind of complicate it yeah definitely don't complicate it like make it easy on yourself um but make it easy and hard at the same time like make it easy but when you're going through the process make it harder and harder yeah um but yeah i mean that's pretty much it there's a, a guy i work with um shout out to sarge (laughs) <laughs> we call him Sarge. That's his, his last name, Sargenopolis. Um, but anyways, actually, he has a he does a podcast too. Okay. Um, but he he does a lot of um, I guess like functional type workouts, like a lot of like kettlebell things. Like he'll do a lot of circuit training, and so he'll just like his workouts are rigorous, wow. but um, they're only like like i I don't want to like state it wrong but i think they're only like 20 some minutes because i mean he he works a full-time job he has kids and he has has a life too yeah but he he makes sure that he gets his workout in and when his workout when he does his workout it's just rigorous like heavy kettlebell lifts and kettlebell swings and clean and press and yeah that's what you have to do i think i i think i was hearing a podcast one time with i want to say a soccer player who was explaining how like maybe not burning yourself out mm-hmm. like when you're working out every day is the best um right kind of like working in increments and yeah. more so like the long-term goal of it and then like the short term because he's like if you burn yourself out every day when you come back to the gym the next day you're not going to be able to do what you did that day before so why don't right. I not just do what you did that day do a little bit of it i mean do enough to where it's going to be effective and then the next day mm-hmm. keep going and keep going and keep going right so it's definitely all about like the numbers of it and you know. it, it, it also depends on the kind of workouts you're doing too because if like you're doing an intensity workout then yep. you want to you don't want to be going heavy yeah you want to you're going for intensity and, yeah you know so um all right so uh real quick wrapping this up because I, I feel like we've gone for an hour and 20 minutes yep. Jeez. this is my probably one of my second longest podcasts the one i did earlier was the longest <laughs> that was almost two hours Jeez. yeah um so what would be your advice to people who want to lose weight but ness i mean obviously running worked for you but that's not for everybody so yeah, what yeah. would what would your advice be to them um let's see don't get caught up in like what you hear all the time and don't get caught up in like trying to find a quick answer to it a lot of people say this and i know i hated this answer like there's no quick solution to it and there's no Mm -hmm. quick answer um the best thing that like happened to me is like going through the weight loss process is again like learning more about myself so outside from like you kind of need to put outside factors in it too like it's not always just about like getting to be like the skinniest and the leanest Mm -hmm. um it's more so about like the process of the journey of it make sure you embrace you enjoy the journey during the time take it for what it is um like i said learning more about yourself like that's the most important thing like if i can just learn Mm -hmm. from like working out more that i don't know blueberries don't work with my like don't work with me or strawberries aren't even like gonna help me um or things that i like i mean stuff like that so definitely 
don't overstress yourself. Don't make it hard on yourself. Um, I mean, those are all easy things to say, hard to do. Um, but just try to take it easy. A lot of people, I mean, are trying to like, hey, I need to get this trained. I need to do this. At the end of the day, if you're not going to keep yourself honest to it and like not going to keep yourself on track, somebody else can't do that for you. Um, mm-hmm. They can only give you tips and guides. So at the end of the day, if you want to make that change, it has to be you in whole who wants to like go through the process and no it's not going to be the easiest it's not going to be the hardest even um but it is a process and look for look for the good in it in the moment while you can and don't wait for it to be like towards the end or like the Mm -hmm. last minute and you're like oh wow you look up and you're like oh i'm in this position and i just like deprive myself of everything in life like there's more to life than then being in the best shape possible is like a good thing to do. Um, but really just make sure that like you're making it, um, what's the word for it? That you're making it comfortable. I don't want to say comfortable. <laughs> that you're making it, um, I don't even know the word, but just make sure you're making it unique for yourself. Make sure that it, it's uh, something that would work for you. Yeah, make sure it's something that worked for you. Like mm-hmm. I said again, everything that works for me, that works for you, might not work for the person who's listening. So just try mm-hmm. to figure that out. I know it's hard if you don't have any background in it, but you know, just work with what you have at the time. You don't mm-hmm. need everything, but just work with what you have and move on from there, and it'll work out in the end. Enjoy the process because it's always a process, and yep. the process never ends. Yep. There's no, there's never, there's never an end spot. There's never. I mean, you may have this thing in your head where you're like, oh, I, I want to have a six pack. But then, then what? Once you get that six exactly. pack, then what? It's, then you have to keep that six pack. Yeah. So it, it's never an ending. It's a never ending journey, and uh, so you you have to learn to enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. Um, like you said, I mean, and also keep like goals going all the time. Like what he said is, if you have that six pack, you get the six pack. What are you gonna do next? So make mm-hmm. sure that sustaining is a big thing of it too. Long term, do what you have to do to sustain over time. Don't worry more so about like the short term accomplishments of it. Even like the long long term accomplishments i would say the most important is sustaining um so yeah find your point to stay like that's a perfect point for you mm-hmm. make sure you have your goals in place and just sustain um and then real quick again uh if somebody wanted to reach out to you to get a website or yep. to promote um through marketing um what are your services they offer and how can they get a hold of you um so the services offered is really like all around so i mean like i said i love working with smaller businesses who are kind of getting started from the ground up and um, is it just local businesses um i mean i'll do wherever right okay. now it's just been local um okay. so i mean like working like the company i'm at now blue lounge and dazzling diamonds event centers off mlk and jolly so they're like an event center so okay. doing their like even a website um radio ads billboard ads like things like that connecting you with like people in the area um i mean there's a lot of things that you don't think of with marketing that kind of like are like oh wow like i mean i still don't even know like fully <laughs> <laughs> like all the things that come with marketing my thing is just like it, it's going to be different for every business and it's going to be different for every person but you have to find your lane and your avenue and find where what you're kind of like I want to say specific thing is, but yeah, again, find your lay and find your find avenue. Your niche. Yeah, yeah, but um, you can definitely reach me on my website at dkillmedia.com, phone 248-595-2462. Um, so yeah, I mean. Do you have social media? Can yeah. people follow you on social media? <laughs> you for can your, follow your my fitness s- journey. <laughs> yeah, you can follow my, well, I actually didn't post my fitness journey on my social media. Oh, you should have. I know, I mean, that was, that was another thing for me too. I was like, I didn't really want it to be like, you know, Publis- I, right. I kind of needed to digest it myself first mm-hmm. and like appreciate it through myself first before I just went out and posted it. Right. Um, but I mean, if you want to just 
look at my Instagram. It's dkill with a couple L's. I want to say like seven, just D-K-I-L-L-L. <laughs> Somebody took D-K-I-L-L. I DM'd them. They still don't want to give me their name. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, there you can reach me. Um, website, phone, that's always the best, but, yeah. All right, cool, man. Well, it's been a pleasure having you. Thank you for uh, having me on here. I'm, I hope maybe one day we can have you back on. Yeah, definitely. Appreciate it. All right, man. Thanks again. All right.